When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the after show of the movie trivia showdown. The showdown rundown. I butchered that intro. My name is Brad Gilbert. You might know me by another name. You might know me as El Boat. Oh my God, you're my dream boat for sure. Brad Gilmore in this bitch. Brad Gilmore in this bitch. Joined by a man who just got introduced to MLB League Pass. Is that what this is called? I don't know what it's called. MLB package, whatever, the the whole package thing. The whole package. He is Frank Stats, numbers (laughs) Janish. The whole package, Frank Janish. Sexy numbers from a sexy player. Love those numbers. Sexy numbers. I love those numbers. I'm feeling really good about those. I'm feeling those numbers. The whole package. The whole enchilada. The whole kit and caboodle. The whole thing. Thing. The thing. <laughs> That's the thing. It. All of it. It's there. How you doing, man? You know, I'm uh I'm doing pretty good. It's kind of a weird day, actually, a little bit. For at least at least for this show, because normally we'll have at least two um matches to talk about at this point Typically. in the week. Typically. But uh we only have one. And that's okay. Yeah. And, and I know the the crew behind the scenes is hard at work trying to get uh, the the Mark Edward Hoyt Griffin Newman match up and running. So not sure when that is dropping. So if you're tuning in here, obviously we're not going to be talking about that match, uh, but we will be talking about the Bradley Tingle and the uh, Tyler Bergman match. That'd be fun. Is this the is this the Tingle? You got is that the, the little, sign for the Tingle? The Bradley Tingles, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm sure. I'm about... sure he gets. I'm sure he gets some. Ver- I, I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, at least for Peter a little tingle. bit, someone's going to, you know, growing up, I'm sure, you know, Tingle. Tingle's a funny last name. It is. I mean. It's a funny last name. And he's Canadian, it's, so. it's fun. So he's really cool about it is what that yeah. means. Like, he's yeah. real chill about it. Yeah. Um, as most Canadians are, and we love people from Canada. Um, shout out to the fine young Tenderoni. That's right. Give us some Roni, brother. Oh, yeah. Also, um, Janine. What? Janine. Oh right, she was born in Toronto, right? Something. Or she's I don't know she's from Toronto born, but, or something, but she's from the Great White North a little bit. <laughs> Give us some Roni, brother. Oh yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah, same thing. And Bobby Brown, definitely not from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what other Canadians do we have in the league? Justin have... Bieber. In the league, Brad. Oh, in the league. In the league. Not like not in your iTunes. Who's uh? Who else? Anybody else? I mean, just that one track. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Bradley Tingle, though. Is I mean, I mean, obviously, there's the the schmoes of the North guy 
guys. Uh, you know, they <laughs> the do the after show. The North guy. <laughs> well, I mean, they all they're all one um, thing. Yeah. So. Oh, it's funny. Oh man, where uh, Robert where Parker does not stand when we said find young tenderoni that we were referencing Brendan Myers. So get get with the program, Robert Parker. Come on. Robert Parker taking people to pound town since 1996 easy easy it's barely you know it's only six o'clock <laughs> on the west coast <laughs> we're already giggling through this episode which i'm sure we're going to be giggling a lot through because um we have the one match that we're definitely going to talk about um i feel like we're going to mention a little fcl stuff but i want to mention this at the very top very top hmm. last week on schmodown rundown number 233 we had an epic Schmodown cold call. We had it was a great one. It was. It was a great one. It was uh Kevin the Smasher Smets. Oh yeah, Chris Jericho. Canadian. Ah. Uh Kevin the Smasher Smets. Uh we we cold called him. I gave him three random back to the future trivia questions. <laughs> he did. Uh and I, he had to go to multiple on one. I just want to point that out for the record book. Of course. However, he got all three correct, so I said I'd kind of leave him alone. But we were actually gonna do a double double dose of the cold call. Right? Mm. We were going to do a double dose of the cold call. And uh, I was going to call Roxy Stryer. Right? And then you you talked me out of it. You said <laughs> we don't need... No, 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 you did. You said we don't need to call the leader of the stars. We just need to call uh, Kevin the Smasher Smets. He's the real yeah. star. And, um, you know, we're going to leave Roxy on hold. Now, I you know didn't agree with that, Cole. Mm. But I said, you know what? If Frank says it, he must have a reason behind it, right? It's true. But then, but then, but then, I got blown up, right? Someone blew up my spot, and they were like, whoa, what was all that about? That person was Roxy Stryer, mm, okay. right? Roxy was like, y'all said y'all were going to call, and then Frank says, we're not going to call, and then you didn't call. And I said, yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. She, she took great umbrage to the fact that you wanted to kind of just pass her by, kind of put her to the side as if she's not an important part of the league. So I said, Roxy, I, I, I can't tell you what Frank Janish was thinking because that's Frank Janish, right? But she even said that like y'all saw each other that day. Like you had lunch and you still ignored her after that. And apparently you were, you were short on tip and she picked up your tab. And I really find that to be rude and insensitive of you. I just want to say that. Well, look, that is all erroneous first off erroneous erroneous on all okay. counts on all counts okay you know look uh, uh i think cold call you know we only do one a show that's it we only do one we don't change up the formula not yet at least right always room for improvement sure but like sure. two in one in one in one show i don't know i don't know i mean like kevin we talked to kevin for like 20 minutes and then we're gonna well, then we're supposed to talk to roxy for what another 20 minutes i mean we, we have a whole show to do brad so that's that's why i pumped the brakes i said hey we have some other matches we got to get to uh we got to cover some other stuff but we'll we definitely want to call roxy some other day i don't know when that'll be but we'll, we'll no. call her one day no. and the no, whole point uh, the whole point of the cold call is stop. that you don't know when it's coming stop talking out of your stupid chicago white Sox loving mouth okay up six I think that we I think Roxy should be the cold call today hopefully she's not in the stream I don't think that she is or she would I don't comment. think she's gonna watch the show anymore after last week probably so well, I probably mean, not I wouldn't <laughs> I mean I wouldn't. 
I mean, I, I said so, this off air. I said, I said after the show, I was like, it just goes to show you who watches our show because if if they did watch our show, they would know that we were calling them. So we just know true. that Smats never watched our show. Bateman doesn't watch our show. Do uh, we cold call Bateman? We did. It was the first one we did. That was that was oh, a, first while, was a while ago. Bateman? Yeah, that was a while okay. ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mark uh, Ellis. We called Mark. Ellis. Yeah, we called Ellis too. Yeah, he doesn't watch our show. Uh, he does, but you know. Yeah. 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 So, so I want to I want to do Smowdown cold call this week with Roxy Stryer. Um, hopefully, she answers. But we got to set a goal. And Frank, since this is going to be the burden is going to be on you because she's mm-hmm. gonna. I feel like go hard. <laughs> I feel like she's gonna I mean, go in. On yeah. Right so what? What? what so what? What goal should we set? Well, so last week, what did we say fifty? Did we say fifty last week? All right. So, are we making? You know what? Well, let's do five dollars for this week. I think that's a really obtainable go- goal, Brad. I, I don't know about I mean, the chat. I don't know what the chat's thinking. You know, you want to do five dollars for Roxy? I just want to make sure we get the call in because if we don't call Roxy again, you know, then I got to blame the chat. But then it's really going to fall onto me. And so, you know, I just want to make sure it's an attainable goal. Five dollars so of Finsky, you know, like you know, let's go. Let's go. You think do it. that little about the manager of the year for last year? In my opinion. One one of the best people in the entire league. One of the three world girls. You want to do it with me? World girl. That's what you want to do? That's what you want to do. All right, fine. All right, should we do 50 again? We could do 50. We we could, I mean. We could do 50? I'm fine with that. I don't know. I mean, I felt like the chat wasn't up to it last week, and we barely got there. Because, like, like I said, if we don't reach the goal, then, you know. Sorry, Roxy. You know what? What can I tell you? Well, look, we will see how. Look, here's the thing. Here, here's what's be funny. I don't want anybody who's watching right now to look at the chat at all for like five seconds or not five seconds, like 55 seconds. And I want everyone who wants to hear the Schmodown cold call to Roxy Stryer, put in your $5 right now. Like <laughs> hit the $5 goal right now. Don't look at the chat. Don't see if anyone else is doing it. Put in your $5 right now. We're going to see how many of them we get. And then I'll make the determination on whether okay. I'm going to stake my reputation on the line. Oh, boy. Like Schmodown uh, cold calling Roxy Stryer. Because here's the thing. You don't know if they're going to pick up. You hope that they do. It's, that's right. But secondly, secondly, you know, I, you don't know what they're in the middle of, which is the whole fun behind the cold exactly. call. Exactly. I want to get someone like in a doctor's office one day and then we're just on the phone for them (laughs) for like 10 minutes, you know, that'd be great. Oh, man. Anyway, um, well, welcome to the Shmodown Rundown number 234. (laughs) We're going to talk about the Tingle match. Uh, Now, Jamar Jones puts $5 Canadian. I'm not sure if that counts. (laughs) Now, we're still we're still like 50 cents short. Yeah, that conversion. Couldn't even do the American conversion. Yeah, come on, Jamar. (laughs) Come on, my man. Terrible. Um, We're going to talk about the single match. I do want to mention briefly because this is going to be an abbreviated show. We just have the one match to do. We have to preview um, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's event, the Schmodown Throwdown. Two major matches. Two major matches. And here we go, Christian Hardesty. Call Roxy. Also, I love it when Mark Ellis says penultimate and query. Yes. Mm, those yes. are great, great Quarry. words. Great words. Want we'll to talk a little FCL, though? 
a little FCL action. Thank you, Will, for the five dollars. So I think we're up to twenty. We're getting we're getting to a good amount. So I think I might have to do it. Nineteen fifty, um, right? But yeah. Oh, fifty. Okay. Yeah. So we're like almost halfway there. If you include the Canadians, five dollars. FCL stuff though went down on Tuesday live FCL matches. We had Andrew Furtado and Robert the Revenant Adams, and also Gerald Battaglia and Full Metal Iman Frost. Those were our two matches this week. And I got to say, here's the thing. Monday night, I got the second COVID vaccine. Oh, I saw your tweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Tuesday morning, I was feeling it. I mean, brother, it was so terrible. I had the shakes. I had mm. the chills. I had the sweats. I had the fever. I had the aches. I had the pains. I had the fatigue. I... The, everything that you heard that could possibly happen, I'm not trying to scare anyone off from doing it because I think everyone should get it. But I'm just saying, for that yeah. seven to eight hour window, from about two thirty in the morning to about you know four thirty in the evening or maybe four o'clock that afternoon, I was feeling it right. And but I knew I committed to backstage. I had to do backstage, and then I knew I had to go and do FCL. So I got to give major props to all the competitors for bringing the ruckus, bringing the energy, and all that greatness. And I also got to shout out uh, the co-pilot on the broadcast, Miss Steph Sabra, who came through, rocked it. Her energy brought up my energy. And it was one of those things where I, I like, the adrenaline rushed. And then as soon as we got off that stream and I, you know, took off the garb, I like laid in bed and I put on the nanny on HBO Max and I just passed out listening to Fran Fine's voice. Wow. That's um that's quite a day that you had there. It was good. It was good though. It was good and bad. Like it was up and down. It was up and sure. down. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but Jeremy Miller in the chat says another two great matches. He also says uh Steph is killing it. I agree yes. with both of those yes. sentiments. I agree. I mean you I mean you you agree with both. Oh, you didn't watch the matches this week yet, right? Yeah, because you know what, I I just decided that why why watch the FCL? We're not an FCL show, so I'm not gonna waste my time, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, honestly, I was I was quite busy actually this week, and I meant to get to it. I did see the promos from both uh, Robert Adams and uh, Anthony Furtado, and I'll tell you what, what I do love about the FCL and these promos that are being cut, because we know that all these matches are live. Like these promos are are super raw, and it's like they put it all out there. There's no like hedging your bets. It's like you got to go full throttle or don't even do it at all. And and those those were great. And uh, just knowing that, you know, because look, sometimes you know we get it with the, the large operation that is the Schmidt on proper. You know, some of these matches are going to be pre-taped, and and I'm sure like a lot of them do their promos before, you know, the match. They play their match even. But knowing just the FCL, the whole thing is everything is just live and raw, and uh, so it's it's pretty fun to watch those because they may spit a lot of fire and then fall flat on their face the next day or two, and uh, that's exciting for me as a viewer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I got to say, um, we had really our first real back and forth like trash talking battle between Andrew Furtado and Robert Adams. I mean, it went so far as you know, Andrew Furtado taking Robert Adams' Schmodown match and just clipping out the parts where he missed the answers mm. and put that on Twitter. Uh, you know, cut his face out and put it in a trash can. I mean, they were really going in. They were going in on each other. 
And I was here for it. You know what I mean? I appreciate the energy. I appreciate the raw dog energy just coming in and taking what's yours. And Robert Adams was victorious. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for you, Frank Janish, but I am. And I mean, Gerald I did but- see the results, but but I am going to go back and watch it because I, I I didn't tell you this, Brad, but I, I did keep track of stats for that for the first event. And uh, you never know. Um, but we'll see what happens down the line with some other uh, stats and whatnot for the FCL. Yeah. Well, it's it's all good. It's all good. Um, let's see. Okay. Check your messages, Frank. Yeah. Okay. Tell me what that means. Um. So, but yeah, FCL is real good. Again, shout out to PLD. Shout out to um, Dwayne. 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 Shout out to Dwayne, man. And um, and Steph Sabra, who uh, really, they just came through. They came through for me in the clutch. You know what I mean? You got to have a good team around you, Frank. You got to have a good team around you. And uh, and I got a good team around me, and I'm proud I'm proud of those people that I have. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I can't wait to go and watch, you know, this past week's match and, and just see how everything runs. Because I, I, I think, you know, that first event, Went pretty well, things considered. He's the first one, so I know I know you guys are are only going to get better in all aspects. So um, that's 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 the that's the fun of also doing it live too. Is just like that challenge of can we can we nail it now? You know. Yeah, and the best part is like when it's over, it's over. It's over. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like yeah, you don't have yeah. to worry about it again. It's over. It's done. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, let me say this. This Sunday on Schmodown Extra Channel, you actually get the YouTube edits yeah. of the first two FCL matches. So check that out this Sunday. At what time do they are we putting them up? Do you remember? Uh, 10 a.m. Ten a.m. PT. Yeah. Ten a.m. PT. Specific time. So make yeah. sure you do that. Now, do you have something to illuminate us on, Frank? Um, not exactly, because I'm still trying to get illuminated. Figure out. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> We're both trying to get illuminated on that subject. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, again, we do want to uh, want to uh, go ahead and get into the match from this week, but I'm going to take a couple comments while Freight tries to get illuminated on something. Okay, no, I got Salad, it. No, I got it no, Salad yeah. Von Bacco said, I've been super impressed with the FCL so far. Brad, you're doing a great job running things. You and Steph are an awesome hosting combo. Appreciate you, Salad. Uh, anybody named Salad who's giving me props, I appreciate them wholeheartedly. What are you going to say? Well, uh, you know, because we we do air on Thursdays and there is a Friday match, and sometimes we're able to cover the Friday match when there's a pay-per-view event, uh, we'll cover it then. But on um, like a week, like last week when there wasn't, and and there's a Friday match, you know, which was the uh, Shazam final exam match. So, uh, you know, we should at least talk about that for a little bit up, the, up top here. Um, because that was a pretty big match between Shazam and Final Exam. Number one contender match, winner plays odd couple. And if you're this far into uh, week number eight of the Schmodown, you know that uh, Shazam bested Final Exam via TKO. Uh, a pretty surprising result uh, given the pedigree of both of, of Final Exam. Uh, Brad, you know, that was a huge match. And I think, um, I mean, were you as surprised about the result as I was? Do you Do you have the stats in front of you? I'm looking them up right now. Well, I, I, I want to try to remember what the final score was. Oh, yeah. For, uh, yeah. So, I mean, TKO, not um, a great result there. But uh, the final score, which is, wow, computer running slow, 28-22. Uh, 
uh, Shazam there. Um, very wow. rough first round for Lon Harris. He only had three points there. Uh, Polo Yama, only player of the four to go perfect. He did miss the bonus, though. Uh, Shazam got horror in that second round. They went perfect, obviously, with a wizard and horror like Bibbs and Brennan's no slouch either. Final exam, they spun away from wrestlers and film and ended up on, on video game uh, movies. And they kind of, it was okay uh, round there. You know, they picked up nine points. They did give up a two-point steal to Shazam, which was um, not quite the nail in the coffin because in final exam uh, in that last round, I mean, Lon Harris picks up two. Paul Yama could not pick up his three, and they didn't even have a shot to answer the five. That's the you know how big the point disparity was, six points there. And Shazam will now get that rematch against Odd Couple, as you remember, Brad, from Spectacular when they lost it to Odd Couple. So we're going to get a rematch of that Spectacular match, just like we're getting a rematch of the Spectacular match between Adam Collins and Dan Merle. But for Shazam, they played one hell of a match. They went 21 of 23 questions. That's 91% accuracy to final exam. Answered 17 out of 25. That's 68% accuracy. I mean, you look at that first round from Lon Harris, you know, three points, that's brutal, and that makes a huge difference. Um, but the second round, I think, where is where it was more or less ultimately lost because they needed to go perfect there to even have a shot because they needed to put some sort of pressure on Shazam to even answer any final round questions, which did not happen here, which is the most surprising part about this match, I thought. Paul played great. Bibbs and, and Brendan played great. And for the most part, Lon did too, outside of that first round. So it was a, um, an interesting match, Brad, and one that I would not have predicted to go the way that it did. It might surprise Shazam one, not necessarily, but at the type of result, the TKO, Swag losing a point there in the standings, yeah, um, pretty surprising in that regard. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's what I was surprised about too, is more so the TKO than anything. I mean, if you, if you told me Final Exam won the match, if you told me Shazam won the match, I wouldn't be surprised either way based on the caliber of play from both teams, especially last year. I mean, one had a title run, right? Um, but the TKO thing is not something you expect from a team like Final Exam just based off Paulo Yama's pedigree. I mean, Paulo Yama and Lon Harris yeah. uh, as, as a team and as individuals. Lon Harris is one of those Bibiani-esque type figures in just the simple case of he's very knowledgeable about a wide variety of different films. If I want to feel stupid about movies, I look at his Twitter or Bibiani's Twitter, right? I just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that's how I feel stupid. Like, sometimes I think that I know, and then I realize I know nothing, right? So for them to get TKO'd, that, that's a big loss, and you almost wonder if that TKO loss might play into something that we're seeing yeah. uh, this week as far as theatrical scenes. Uh, I do want to ask you, though, um, we now know, you know, the, the title match for teams, right? I mean, well, that was the number one contender match, right? Yeah. Right, right. So, Odd Couple, Shazam, what do you think? I mean, that's crazy, right? They were back here. Yeah, and I know Odd Couple, I'm sure Snyder and, and Draco really want to want this match, I think specifically because of the way spectacular, you know, you know, they won the way they won the belts at spectacular, right? It, it was just a weird, you know, Brendan with that two pointer and just, and the way the whole final round kind of happened and unfolded, um, you know, you would look at that match and say Shazam lost the match rather than odd couple won it. Nonetheless, 
um, you know, and then you go back to that speed round with Jeff Snyder, and it was just, you know, things were slowly falling apart towards the end of that match, not to mention kind of the technical difficulties that they were they were going through uh, behind the scenes. We obviously didn't see that in the edit, but that stuff does play into the mentality and momentum of teams and players uh, in certain situations like that. And so for this to be a rematch, and I think with everyone more or less kind of fresh, yeah, Shazam's going off a match, but they didn't answer any final round questions. So that's an interesting twist because you can't, you know, point to that and say, well, they hit a really deep five pointer or they had a really good pull for a three pointer. They answered their first and second round questions only. So now that's all odd couple has to go off of more or less. And Shazam, they still don't know how they actually perform, at least in this season with final round questions, you know, what's the feeling out process. So I think it's going to be a hell of a match. And I, I suspect that I don't think there's a poll out for this yet, but when it does come out, I think the audience out there, the fan base, will probably give Shazam uh, see them as the favorite in this match based on how spectacular ended, and thinking that Shazam can can really uh, pull it off or you know have a have a win. I mean, what they did against Final Exam is can't be taken too seriously. I think just because of that first round with Lon, it, it's. He's done it before in the past where he's had like a five point. He has, I think he did have a three pointer back with the, um, when he was with his brother, I think, in that tournament. And when they, I think they got bounced by who's the boss. So it was a, it was a really, you know, and they happen from time to time with, with Lon. Um, Paulo Yama's obviously not immune to it either, but he's been playing fantastic with these first rounds for quite a while now. So it's, um, Man, that match is going to be incredible, though. It's going to be incredible, and and tensions will be high. Shazam trying to become, you know, two-time team champions. Jeff Snyder, the greatest teams player of all time, trying to defend um, the belt, you know, the team's belt, you know, with another team, which he wasn't able to do with uh, the last time. So when Odd Couple had that belt and they lost it to, uh, to to the Shire Wolves, so he's trying to defend it, you know, trying, trying to set another mark there. There's a lot going into this match, and it's going to be interesting. Really, really, it really, really will. You know, Odd Couple being the underdog as the defending champion does make you go, what? Um, but uh, they're almost like, again, this is the guy who I think I made reference to the other week that you weren't aware of. Stipe Miacic, who is the heavyweight champion of the world up until recently, but in every single fight, he was always the Vegas underdog, even though he was the champion. Every single time. Every single time, he was the underdog, no matter what. And um, if Jeff Snyder is hearing this right now, one, he is unbelievably pissed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and two, he's even more motivated. In the in the uh, upcoming match with these, because he wants to put them in the dirt, and he and Mark Andreco are going to set out to do that. I think that momentum is everything, as I always have in this game. So I can see why people might put a slight favorite towards Shazam. However, Odd Couple's been—are they the only remaining team from the corruption, from Anarchy and Corruption? Corruption, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so, again, it's. And the whole aspect of the, this underdog thing being attached to Snyder, I mean, that's his whole career. Like, even 
even with the Patriots, for a vast amount of that run, I think people were still waiting for the Wolves of Steel to take him out, above the line to take him out, right? And, and it just didn't happen. I mean, obviously at the tail right. end, above the line finally got the better of them on two matches, one being an Ironman match, so you kind of put that in its own separate lane. But right now, you know, I think them, you know, being the Shire Wolves the first time or playing them the first time, you know, they weren't seen, I don't think, as the favorites there. And then I don't think they were, you know, um, for the defending it, you know. So they've been in this position before. And half the time they kind of come out on top. So it's, you know, will this be a repeat of when they beat the Shirewolves and then lost it again to the Shirewolves the very next meeting? You know, will that happen with Shazam? They lose it. They beat them as spectacular, but then in the second meeting they lose it. Who knows? But I, I do know it will be a very tough fight. I think tensions will be high in that match. Everyone's, I think, you know, while I think majority of the start of this season, everyone in terms of play and nitpicking and challenges and all that's been kind of pretty subdued. I think you're going to see the old old ways of 2019-2020 rear their head in this match because it's gonna it's a huge one. Subdued? Sounds like a 1990s Pauly Shore comedy where he is a submarine captain and he is subdued. <laughs> he is some dude. He's subdued. Sure. He's subdued. Okay. Austin in the chat with the $5. You better call Roxy irregardless. That is a shot at my grammar. So uh, maybe I won't now. Uh, <laughs> this week in the FCL. What a boys. Uh, with the five euros, or no, are those British pounds? British pounds. Airlines, what are they, what, I don't know what they call them. Over British there. pounds, something like that. Um, FCL has been fantastic so far. Some great characters in there. I do agree. And then Jamar Jones said, his euros and my Canadian dollars must average out to five US. I think that that might be right. So <laughs> we're up to yeah. something. We're up to something. I don't know what we are up to, but we'll call rocks. I think we're up here. to like 35. Is, is that right? I think maybe. Yeah, I think maybe 35. So we're... Do my math for me. 15 away? Is that what that is? Yeah. 15, 15 yeah, bucks yeah, yeah. away. 15 away. Okay. 15 away, guys. Come on. We can get there. We can get there. We can get there. Um, Let's talk right, about we'll Tingle go. and the Tyrant. Should we talk about Tingle and the Tyrant? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that because that match, I think, um, you know, Finstock Exchange, Swag. Um, okay. The- Finstock Exchange. Yeah. Let's start there because they were getting a lot of crap after the draft. And we even had the Barbarian on this show post-draft and and Finstock, right? They were both on here. Yeah, they were hot. <laughs> they were hot that night. They were pissed. And um, they, um, they were pissed. And they are turning out so far. I mean, we haven't, we haven't seen the match that uh, this coming out between... Hoyk and Newman. Yeah. Um. So I don't want to speak too soon because I would feel feel like Newman's the underdog in that match, but just based off Hoyk's track record. However, they are proving everybody incorrect. They're 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 showing it with Rick the Rage Radis with this match today with the Tyrant. They're showing that maybe this dossier wasn't so crazy. So I've I've been thinking about this because, I'm, and I've been thinking in a way of, wow, they can't be right and I can't be wrong. So how do I square all of this? You know what I'm saying? So 
this is only the start of the season. They've had a pretty decent showing from Brother Lomas. Uh, Radis, he won, right? And Ty Lieberman, spoiler, spoiler, he won this match, right? So, and look, they're veteran. Barbarian, he did not win. But Roca, veteran, he did win. Okay. Right. So, I, when their rookies play... Oh, gold leader. I forgot. He played really Gold well. leader. Gold, gold leader. leader. Yeah. yeah. I, I think... When it's going to be interesting to see what Ty Lieberman can do, Radis can do, Lomas can do in their second match, because I think that's where they start to really get tested. Sure, okay, they played fellow rookies. Okay, maybe you're the best or near the top of the the pile in terms of rookies that came into this league, but if that only gets you one win this year, maybe two. Well, then all the other veterans that the exchange passed up on who are going deep into tournaments and playing for title shots, that could be a major hindrance going forward for the exchange. That's just looking at it in terms of, you know, um, uh, from a very pessimistic point of view, right? Um, That could be a situation. I mean, what we saw from Lieberman in this match, I thought is very promising. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of hype behind Newman and we'll see if he can deliver on that because he's going up against Hoyk who's played in just nothing but teams in the horror free for all. He's making his debut in single. So we'll see what he can do. He's a smart guy. I mean, I think no one discounts that. So that's probably gonna be a great tough match tomorrow uh, or later tonight. Whenever that actually eventually airs, but these rookies, they have to go on extended runs and run in and, and they almost have to go on Adam Collins, like runs, Paulo Yama, like runs, Ethan Irwin, like runs, to make a real impact unless, you know, Roca, JTE, Barbarian, and Gold Leader, even for that matter, for to helm the Star Wars division to hold that down. They really gotta they really gotta put a lot of that on their shoulders and hope that these other rookies can pepper in some wins here amongst other rookies, which they're they're doing right now. But eventually they're gonna stop playing rookies and and start playing Janines and start playing hey, even Kevin Smith maybe down the road. I don't know. Um, they're going to be playing some other high caliber players, a Ben Bateman, a Mark Riley. I mean, Bibiani's Paul Oyama, Kalinowski, Chance Ellison, Brendan Meyer. I mean, these keep are going. big names no, keep out going. there. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You're going great. Going great. I, I was going great, but then go you keep know, going. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment, Frank. That was, that was a that moment was. that you'll never get back. It was, but you know what? We were all there for it. And I think we'll cherish it. I think we'll cherish that one moment, you know? <laughs> So, I mean, it's it's right now they're winning the rookie game. The, the rookie game. They're winning those, and and that's great. I'm not going to – like, you got to do that then if, if you're going to have nothing but a ton of rookies on your team. you got to do that. But eventually, when you face these, you know, upper echelon veteran players who've been playing for championships three, four, five seasons in a row, it's going to get a lot more difficult and – it'll be interesting to see how these rookies respond or even if they'll even get to that level, because if they don't, if they get shut out, like what happens if you get in a tournament and boom, 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 they're all knocked out in the first round. Maybe you got one advances. I mean, that's, that's, that's tough to rebound from depending on where we're at in the season and what tournament is. Uh, sure. I don't know, but they're doing a great job so far. No doubt about it. It's very encouraging from Ty Lieberman. Um, you know, 
I think he's had probably the best rookie match for them right now. You know, Lomas was pretty close, but he whiffed on all his final round questions. Uh, Radis had a pretty solid showing. So, you know, we'll see from Griffin Newman. We'll see from King Khan over there as well, who I think is, I think is pretty legit from, from all indications so far. And um, I'm curious to see how he will play against, I think he's playing Flickinger. So that'll be interesting. But um, right now they're doing it. They're doing it, doing it, doing it right. And uh, you know, they can, they should puff out their chest a little bit and say, Hey, look, you thought we were a joke, but you know, Hey, we're only, we're barely two months into the season. So it's not like you've won anything yet. You should be proud, but you haven't done anything yet, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they haven't. Sure, yes and no. I mean, wins are something. Wins are something, Frank Janish. So don't 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 discount them going out there and getting victories. I mean, that's a very important part of this, you know, game. <laughs> the points to win. I don't know if you're aware of that. It's been brought to my attention. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Kahn says... Update from the Schmodown Discord. No. Um, if the match doesn't premiere by 8 p.m. PT tonight, it will premiere tomorrow morning around 8 a.m. PT, right. assuming. So 10 for our central people, 11 for our East Coasters. Mountain time, y'all just got to figure it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> that will never not be funny to me. Yeah. Um, so we need 15 more dollars before we cold call Roxy Stryer. So in the meantime, let us um, let us talk about the, the tingle and the tyrant. Here's the here are my things I want to point out. Okay, two rookies, sure, right? Really, I, in my opinion, good showing by both. Good showing by both. Um, but Ty Lieberman coming off with the victory, 16 to 15. Uh, it was a TKO, right? Yeah, it was a TKO. Yeah, yeah. He was up by six going into oh, the I'm third sorry. round. No, no, no. It was a uh, tie KO. It was a tie, tie, <laughs> tie KO. Just one of, yeah, yeah. It was a tie KO. Um, yeah, you know, I'm a fan of Ty. He was funny. He entertained me. Um, rode microphones. Needs to send him some gear so I can hear what he says. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little, sounded like he was talking through a tin can, but it's all right. We've all been there. Uh, Ronnie be good, by the way, with the 11. Hey. Oh, so that's fifteen dollars and eleven cents American. Somebody check that. Is he is he being for real? Brad, uh, congrats, Brad, on two great SEO shows. Don't thank me. Thank the crew. Thank the players. Uh, shout out to again Steph, PLD, uh, Dwayne, the whole writing team over there, and Iman, Abby, Jared, uh, David, Cooper, Andrew, Robert, Gerald. That's who you should be shouting out to. Wow. Austin coming through the tent, so it doesn't even matter. But the Tingle and the Tyrant sound like a folk band, an indie <laughs> folk band. Yes, they do. Yeah, that. Yes, they do. I, I listen to that. And you know tingle. that they have shirts that say will TNT, you, <laughs> TNT, <laughs> and will you tingle my tyrant? All oh, kinds of things like no. that. Okay. Oh, you know it. You already know <laughs> it. You already know it. Um. Anyway, um. So here are the two things that stuck out to me though. In round two. When Bradley Tingle, a fellow Bradley, so I was kind of rooting for him, and you know Winston is sure. swag, and that's a Texas connection, so I was rooting for them. He spins Sly and Arnie, and he has at the time that he spins Sly and Arnie in his background a True Lies poster with Arnold Schwarzenegger on it, and then he spins away from it, 
he spins away from it and then goes to classics, right? Okay, goes to classics, surprisingly does better than at least his expression when he got classics led yeah, me to believe. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Misses the Bambi question on multiple choice. Uh, the tyrant picks that one up. But am I wrong for thinking that was a weird I mean, maybe he's just more of a fan of James Cameron. I don't know. But um, but you have – it's not like he has Avatar you know, look, or, or, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I haven't seen all his movies. I haven't, I haven't seen, either, but I haven't seen all the classics. I've seen more well, he Schwarzenegger than classics after that, Brad. So, I mean, but he knows like, it's on the wheel. He knows it's on the wheel. That's my point. Sure. But, like, he had to think, you know, I probably have a better shot at, at – something else here on the wheel even though i could spin classics it's a risk i could spin opponent's choice it's a risk but you know it's i don't i mean look if you're not comfortable with that category enough then spin again and see what happens and look he the first he hit the first two classic questions i was like oh okay and he might be able to yeah. salvage this based on what because yeah his expression was like oh boy and i was like here we go and then he hits the you know, and they were more of like Oscar-esque questions, right? So, and then it kind of veered away from that for those last two, which Ty was able to you know, capitalize on both of those, which was huge, obviously, in, in, in leading up to the TKO. And so I think what I saw there from, from Bradley Tingle in his first round and that second round was that a guy who has, who has a pretty good foundation, I think he, he he I think it spreads I think he has a, a a vast array of knowledge probably maybe more surface level than than it is deeper compared to other players which is fine I think because I think as he progresses throughout the season he could only get better and it's a great place to to start from for him I think uh, we'll see what happens in a second or maybe third match and see where that goes and see what other categories he gets because classics is no it's not a it's not exactly you know, no one's really clamoring for that. Even the guys who are, are good at classics are probably looking to get something a little less broad because classics, I mean, that's a swath of, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 years, 60 years of film. So um, depending where they cut that line, I forget exactly. And um, that's all types of movies, right? So all types of actresses and actors and directors. So that can get very dangerous for anybody who thinks they're even good at classics to begin with. So they get four and then, yeah, you lose two on multiple choice uh, steals, multiple choice steals to tie. That hurt, but I think um, from what I saw, I was like, all right, this. I think you can definitely work with this and build on this. And 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 I think despite it being a TKO, um, you know, he hit his two and his three, misses a, a a five that I thought was guessable with with Tupac. I, I thought you know, but. You got to oh, know some of your rappers. I, think. I was, I was <laughs> screaming. Yeah, I was screaming the answer because I believe I've only seen Gridlocked once, but I believe um, Lucy Liu is in the movie. Okay. Am I right about that? I've never seen Gridlocked though. You've never seen Gridlocked, but you knew no. Tupac was in it. Well, I mean, when you when you say and uh, um, famous, famous musician actor, I mean, oh. I'm mostly going to go towards Tupac. Really. You know? Yeah, he was great. That he was great, but that wouldn't be like the first person that I think of when you say, you know. Okay, musical. who comes who comes to your mind then? For me, for some reason, David Bowie's the first thing that pops. Oh, in my I mind. mean, okay, yeah, that's valid. That's valid too, sure. But I think, given the context of like 
the, the context of the the question there, I forget the exact wording, but it, it it pretty much led me to believe it was Tupac. So let's see who was in this cast. Tupac Shakur played Spoon. Tim Roth played Stretch. Lucy Liu plays Cece. Look at you. I was right. Charles Fleischer's in the movie, who is also the voice of Roger Rabbit. And he was also okay. the guy who, come on, thumb a hundred bucks and save the clock tower. Put some money <laughs> on right. the cubbies. That's right. That's Same right. guy. That's right. Same guy. You know what? It all comes full circle. See, I know some stuff. But uh, when he when he missed the uh, the five pointer, I was uh, you know, and he didn't know the two pot question. It was obvious. I didn't think that it was going to come to him at any moment when he was, uh, you know, asking for his JTE, asking for his JTE, asking for his JTE. I didn't think it was going to come to him. I think he yeah. was just delaying the inevitable at that point. But nevertheless, I mean, he did he did fine. I mean, what was the, I'm trying? What are the numbers here? What did he have accuracy rating sixty seven? Okay, I mean, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, and that's you a can good improve. Hit. He can improve from here. Yeah, I mean, he misses two in that first round, misses two in the second round, so um, and misses one in the final round. So yeah, that, yeah, the the numbers add up there for that. So. Um, you know, hitting the five, you got to hit fives. Um, even if, you know, you're hitting your twos and threes, you know, you, you got to hit those fives because we've had a juice question. What are you talking about? Yeah, we've had a juice question. We've had a juice question. Um, it was pretty recently, I think, actually. So okay. uh, I forget where it was at. But um, let's talk about Ty Learman, though, because this let's is a guy it. who's basically vouched for through Barbarian, you know, part of that dossier. And um, they're very hyped on this guy. And... I think he was also. I think he does trivia with Barbarian, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Something like I, that. Um, I do know that Ty Lieberman was on. I think Late Night with Gucci or one of those Gucci verse shows, something like that. And to explain the um, the Emma Watson miss in the first in the first round. So I haven't visited that yet. I haven't had the time to go check that out because that was a very peculiar miss that he had. You know, um, the Emma Watson, the personal wallflower, and all that. So I was like, oh, a guy for. His caliber, I felt like, you know, that early on in the match, I thought he would he would have gotten that. So I'm curious the reasoning behind that. But those can happen. Those types of misses can happen from time to time. And it's just about how you rebound from misses of questions that you know you know. And when I watched Ty Lieberman play, it didn't really seem to sting him or, you know, really beat himself up on that. And, uh, okay, Jeffrey Gunn says it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um, but I do know he's going to be on that show, so. Um, cool. We are all I will waiting. check it out. Yeah. And so I think, again, he, for what it sounds like, you know, he's been doing a lot of trivia. So he's not, this isn't like a foreign thing to him where he's got to work his brain a different way, accessing this knowledge. So I, I like his, his promise in the league. And it's all about how does he play against all, you know, these upper echelon players because that's ultimately where it has to lead. Uh, especially going on off the hype from the exchange. Look what I've done in my life. I had to count it and count it again to make sure the money was right. You know what I'm doing? <laughs> they let um, it talk. Me, I'm just done in the hype. You're doing a Brad Me, Gilmore thing. Hype. Me, I'm just done, 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 done. Uh, done, 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 done. No? No Drake? No. You didn't know that? You know that? I mean, it sounds like Drake, but I can't quite place it Look because you don't sound that life. good. So I had to count it and count it again to make sure the money was right. They let it talk. <laughs> Me, I'm just done in the hype. No? Okay. Okay. What's I did it again to see if... It's called Hype. Hype? Okay, well, yeah. maybe I haven't heard that one. 
Me, I'm just done in the hype. Me, I'm just done, 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 I'll look it up done. Later. I'll look it up later. He said, I don't take this stuff for granted. I do my own. Candace? All right, well. Leg if... hanging out the Phantom? I can't remember the Okay, well, Brad, let me ask you this. Who do you want Ty to play next? Ooh, that's a good one. Who should Ty play next? I mean, he's got to go up, and he's got to go up, and you can't do another rookie, right? You got to play somebody who's been in the league, in my estimation, right? So, I'm trying to match him up in my head because you know this is what I do now. Um, Jake Berlin, uh, interesting one. Hey. David Del Rio, that's an interesting, interesting one. That's interesting. I like that. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody. She's playing tomorrow, but Stacey Howard would have been an, an, an option that I would have gone yeah. for him, too. That's like a good test. Like, you know, once you feel like you got it, Stacey Howard likes to just slap you with the gift of life. <laughs> just be like, get the hell back in yeah. your place, boy. Um, I got you. Paul Preston, I'm saying. People say Whitney Seibold. Uh, I don't think he can play the Rager because they're mm. on the same team. Yeah, same faction. Paramo. I like Paramo, too. Could be. I don't. That's. Mm. I don't know. These are a lot of good options. We, yeah. have, we have the best yeah. audience. We have the yeah. best audience because we're the only show that matters. But I, I think that those are all good ones. Um, who is there someone that you had in your mind? I mean, I still think he can play another rookie who who won their first I'd match. I'd like to see him level up. Okay. I mean, because I'm, sure. I'm going to look at – because I'm looking at the Jacoby Bancroft and Jacob Blunden match. I think maybe mm. the winner of that one mm. would be a good matchup for Ty Lieberman. Because I, I like both of those guys. Yeah, Jacob and, London, uh, man, I think this guy's going to be a monster. We'll see. I mean, and I'm I talking like... from the OG Space Jam, not all this. I, <laughs> I, I'm not sold on Space Jam 2 yet. No, no, I'm not either. But anyway, I'm going to give it a good shot. But I'm, not I'm, sold on. I, I'm, I would not go to the movies to watch this one. The I'm movie going theater. to the movies to see it. I'm not going to go. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm going to watch it at home. Okay. Okay. Hey, I want to talk about the scene. Yes, we, we do talk need about to talk scene. about the scene. Because... The scene. But I think it's time for Schmodown Cold Call. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's see if it so let happens. Me put these, let me put these on so I can hear. I'm going to turn the Bluetooth nozzle up. Hopefully you can hear or sh she can hear you if she answers. So it might I'm be better if I can't, if we can't even speak to each other at this point. It might it's be probably, for the best. probably for the best. Even so if you can't hear, I'm just pretending like I can't hear. I'm just, I don't know. No. Let's see if she answers. Is she streaming right now on something? I don't know. She might be. She, she streams like seven times a day, I think. She streams all the time. I don't feel like she's going to answer. I don't think so either. I am calling her. Okay. So if she doesn't answer, I'm going to blow up her spot, like, viciously. I mean... This is okay, hold on. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages. <laughs> of course it's full. <laughs> That's it amazing. It up on you automatically. Man. Okay, I will send her a voice text. Don't worry. I mean, worry. look, if... That's it. She only gets one call. That's it. No, We're not calling it. back. That's it. That's it. No, but I'm going to leave her a voice text just so, she, just so she knows what happened. Roxy Stryer, this is Brad Gilmore from the Schmodown Rundown. We just called you live cold call live on the on the show you did not answer but frank janish has been talking mad smack the entire show 
and running your name through the mud. I told him to put respect on it. You have until 9 PT. Oh, no, no, that's, no. that's my time. You have until 7 PT to give us a call so you can give Frank Janish the business verbally. But you make that decision on your own. Goodbye. Okay. She won't call back. We did our part. We did our part. Yeah. You know, I am a little disappointed because typically I'm on like a I'm on like a three ring basis with Roxy. You know what? Can I tell you? I saw this coming from a mile away, Brad. You knew she wasn't going to answer. I knew it. I knew. Make a whole big make a whole big stink about it, and then we do something about it, and then it's crickets. Typical. Typical what? Are you saying this is typical Roxy? Are you no? It's just typical. A typical way of things. Typical way of things. That's how it. Look! 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 Look, let's talk about the scene. I loved it. Yeah, when I saw good. it, I sent Christian Harloff a message. I said, this is my favorite scene in the history of the movie Trivia Schmodown. It felt like a post credit scene from a Marvel movie. I mean, <laughs> I did not know what was going on. Either a Marvel movie or season three of the 1990s classic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers where someone is trying to take over the command center. I don't know what was happening, but I enjoyed every minute of it. So we see Chandru, whose hair is looking luscious as ever right now, and he skedaddles down down old memory lane there. It, it really looks is. like it looks like old Collider Studio. That's where it was. It right? is. That's the alley. That's the alley where we shot all those scenes. That's before. the alley. That is the alley. That is the alley. I don't need these on anymore. So he is going down the alley, and um. We, we he's kind of approaching a dark shadowy figure and we see that he's talking about you know hey man i've been you know, I, I talked to them they didn't seem to be going for it you know lon and his brother uh it seems so you know like they're not they're not following the plan and then you see this kind of modulated voice yeah and this is how big of a mark i am i'm trying to like I, i'm closing my eyes and i'm like listening to the speech pattern yeah. And I'm like, okay, who is that? Because I'm listening to the pattern. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I feel like I know this cadence. I feel like I know this cadence. And then at the very end of the scene, it was, oh, well, let me say this. Chandru goes, I still believe that you should be the leader of swag. Right? I feel like you should be this manager of swag. And then this guy goes, Oyama's going to turn. Oyama's going to turn. Go talk to Paul Oyama. Oyama will turn on Winston. And Chandra's like, Oyama will turn on Winston? The guy was like, yeah, Oyama will t- call on, uh, turn on Winston. And then steps out of the shadows, and it is the mad titan, Jay Washington. Jay Washington uh, making his return to the movie trivia showdown in this scene has been the guy trying to pull the strings behind the scenes to get Winston unseated as the sultan of the swag squad. How do you feel about this? I I really enjoyed the scene. I really liked it a lot, and it's it progressed, um, you know, at least this part of the storyline a lot in terms of, you know, who's actually the the mystery manager. We talked about this, I think, a couple weeks ago. Who could it be? You know, Jay Jay's name was certainly on that list. You know, we got that uh, suggestion from the chat as well, and and, and some other names. But it is Jay, and, and it does make sense. Obviously, you know, when you go back to last season, how Jay, um, well, actually, even back to the last year's draft, right? You know, Jane Winston kind of had 
from what it sounded like different philosophies, you know, Jay thinks uh, you should draft this person. And, so, and Winston was like, ah, no, I want to draft this person. So they were kind of, you know, butting heads a little bit, just a little bit in that regard or in that instance, at least. And then, you know, Jay was supposed to be more of a, an advisor for Winston, but then that seemed to, that role seemed to kind of dissipate as the year went on. And Winston did great things with swag last year. You know, he came up just short, but he had a hell of a season for first year manager um, had a lot of success. Obviously, Chandru walked away with with the belt there, uh, Inner Geekdom belt, and and now with Chandru's kind of attitude really morphing into something more than it was last year, and the addition of Laura Kelly kind of having that same type of type of darker vibe, you know, Chandru latched onto that. It seems like Jay from the Shadows latched onto that Jay and said, "I want to use this and." and you know, I will go after Chandru and then we'll bring in Laura Kelly and then we'll try and bring in Ace or and then Lon and John Harris. That didn't work out. But this notion that Oyama was going to flip, it's very interesting because when you go back to the throwdown event with Paul Oyama taking on Bibiani, you know, there was that question from the fan about, Paul, you know, what's going on? Would you turn on Winston? And more or less, Paul seemed like he was going to stay loyal to Winston, right? So now, flash back to last Friday when it's final exam getting TKO'd by Shazam. And in that post-match interview, Paul is listening to Lon and, 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 and Winston talking about, you know, you know, this was a setback, blah, blah, blah. You know, it happens. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll persevere and, and we'll keep going. And Paul kind of had a really a different tune in that in that post match interview. He's like, "Look, it was embarrassing, you know." And he had a much more different tone than I think Winston Elan did. And now you see this. Jay pointed out we can get Oyama. Is was that performance enough to send Paul down a path that Jay and Chandra can take advantage of? Because if they don't get Paul Oyama to flip, I don't know where else they go. Because they can't go to Zipper, right? That's that's already, you know, um, settled there between Winston and, and Zip. Ace is already going to be loyal to Winston, right? We know that from the, that scene. And John and Lon Harris, you know, they don't know what's up and what's down, what's left and right. So, you know, you kind of leave them out of the picture. If they don't get Paul, I don't know how this all comes to be. So I... I think they are setting it up for Paul to flip and it's going to be, I think if that does happen, it's going to be as a fan watching, I think it'd be kind of cool just to see Paul kind of go back to how we first saw him. Maybe not completely that way, but a version of that. Paul, Paul at one point was the most hated. Yeah. Yeah. Was the most hated guy in the movie trivia showdown. And if we could get a little, a little return to that, like I wouldn't be mad at it. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Um, we'll see oh, where but, it goes. Oh, but go real quick, because I think, and I think viewers in the chat always rightly pointed out what I think when you first heard that modulated voice, you go, "Oh, is this Shmomanati? Is Chandra working with Shmomanati?" But it's yeah, it's not. You did get that? It's vibe, not. But I don't think this is. The it was it was a nice little like swerve in that moment. Where you go, oh, is this is he working with Shmomanati? And then you kind of heard the voice. Then you see the reveal, and you're like, okay, that's clearly not Shmomanati stuff, or at least 
it isn't right now. Maybe is Jay working with Shmominati? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I don't get that. Chandra, I don't think is working directly with Shmominati, so we can rule that out. Whether Jay is or isn't, I still he's an think extension. Maybe, maybe he's an extension. right. Maybe you know, maybe it's like it's like Hydra. You know, you know they got different. You know, they're a Hydra, right? So is that what that means? It's like yeah, like multiple right heads. You know, heads yeah, so I mean. It remains to be seen if Jay is ultimately working with Shmominati. I don't think so, but it's still an actual possibility. But we just know that Chandru is not directly working with Shmominati. Uh Curtis, not 50 Cent, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, with the $5, says it feels to me like Oyama needs a teammate more like Bateman, a hardcore studier of the facts in the game. Lon is too much of a delinquent. Uh, I don't know. That's That's to be seen. That's to be seen. Uh, um, yeah. I, I don't know if I agree with that. However, well, I'm going to see how this plays out. And since my airdrop isn't on, I'm going to have to do this old school style. Coming up this Tuesday on the FCL, you have John Knight versus Nick Harley. And we have Kofi Outlaw taking on, hey, a familiar face, Devon Stewart. Hey. Devon Stewart and uh, Kofi Outlaw in the main event. John Knight, Nick Harley in our preliminary match. I'm excited for it. Uh, it should be fun, and um, that's what I have coming up this Tuesday, as well as you can check out our post-WrestleMania show with Booker T and myself on the Hall of Fame this Monday. We had the Million Dollar Man on last night, so you can go check that out oh. as well. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, tells a story about how Andre the Giant was able to clear an entire plane of individuals in a very rapid amount of time while, while they were in Japan, and the reason why was obvious but not. So go check that story out. <laughs> Uh, but Frank, where can people find you, follow you, and all that great stuff? You don't want to talk about Merle Collins real quick? Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right, I mean, like that's tomorrow. Wow, I didn't even, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Merle Collins, Kevin Smith, Stacey Howard. I mean, that's a big, that's a big card so, tomorrow. So, so let me let me give you let me give you what I think. Okay. Stacey Howard always is a fly in the ointment. However, at some point. I feel like that magic may may um, may run out just against Kevin Smith. Who, if Kevin Smith gets to three and zero, are we talking title? Does he play winner of Dan and, and Adam? I mean, I feel like I feel like I, that could be something. I think it's not a title match because this would have to be billed as a number one contender match. So I think he's right in line for our number one contender match. So next one. If, if so he I, goes three and zero, he I think he could possibly see if he wins tomorrow. This is if he wins tomorrow because yeah. Stacy can really, like I said, she's she screwed can it up show for up everybody. And just, exactly. But if we're gonna just have a little fun with this for a little bit, um, presumably Ben Bateman and John Roca are gonna do battle at some point, and that could very well be a number or close to a number mm. contender match, right? Um. I th it's possible, I think, that Kevin Smith, if he were to get past A.C. Howard, he could possibly play the winner of Bateman Roca or Ethan Irwin or Paul Yama. Like, I think he's going to have to play – he's going to have to play someone in the top five, top four, I, mean, I think, after this match, if he wants a shot at the title. Then he's got to be one of them people. So – and that's not going to be easy. So uh, – but to see him – even in a number one contender match would be incredible. Right. So do I, do I think Kevin Smith beats Stacey Howard tomorrow? I, 
I think it'll be close, and I I do think he he can pull it off because I don't know Stacy Howard. She she's very hot and cold, but when she gets on a streak, I mean she's deadly, but very hot and cold. Um, I don't know. So, and Kevin Smith, he's been pretty solid. I mean, solid. I mean, you, you look at that Jericho match. Sure, it went to sudden death, but he still played. And and you look at the type of the match that it was. So you go, okay, how did he play? All right, what kind of questions were, was he hitting? What what did he miss? Take that into account. And then you look at how he played against Zerflert um, and Plows and Spectacular, and he didn't miss anything there, right? FCL I, zone. There you go. Continue. I, 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 I'm I curious what how difficult the match will be for Kevin Smith. Oh, and, oh, you know what? And you were almost going to kill the show like a minute ago. Look at that. Wait, wait, hold what? on, hold on. Roxy Stryer? What are these shenanigans? Look, Roxy Stryer, this is Brad Gilmore from the Schmodown Rundown. You are on live the SEN network. How are you doing? What did Frank say about me this time? Look, what happened? Frank has just really been running your name through the mud for the entirety of the show. I mean, first, the goal to even get you on the phone, he said at $5, which I uh, just wouldn't stand for. I said that you $5? That's all he said at first. That's all he said. What? He said, yeah, he said $5. I wanted to make sure they hit the goal. That's all. What happened? You didn't let him? No, I did not let him she sit in five dollars. I mean, I think me. I think that we got up to almost seventy. We I think we got up to no, seventy. No, we did before. not. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What was it? Frank, Frank it was can like you hear me right now? Frank, 40. can you Frank can I, hear I can, you? I don't think you can hear him. Yeah. I, I mean, wait. You can't hear him, but he can hear you. I can hear her. Yeah, yeah. Well, I need you to translate them for me okay. and let me know why he thought my value was five dollars. It's not that I thought her value was five dollars. I just wanted to make uh -huh. sure we could accomplish that goal for he, the audience. He wanted to make sure he's not saying that your value was five dollars, but he thought that setting too high of a goal for you would be unattainable for the audience, is what he just said. How does he expect me to win manager of the year and faction of the year if he thinks that setting too high of a goal is not attainable? Yeah, Frank. Yeah, Frank, why don't you back that up? Okay, well, we're talking about two different goals. <laughs> no, we're not talking about two different goals. See, now he's backtracking, Roxy, because As I don't think that he thought. First of all, I don't think that he thought that you would actually answer the phone, which you didn't. And by the way, you got to clean up some voicemails because that's a little ridiculous that it's full. Okay. It's a little ridiculous. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of calls. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Wow. First Popular. of all, like I'm on your side here. Don't make me switch teams. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but, but tell me, tell me what you told me because last week we were going to call you. Oh, boy. And then Frank told me not to call you. That's and I listened to him. And you were like a real life hurt about this, right? Yeah. I was really upset. Uh, you know, behind the scenes, Frankie Numbers and I had lunch that day, and then when it comes to talking to me on the phone, he's trying to hide me. He's trying to he's trying to keep me down. He never wants me to be the successful woman that I'm supposed to be. And instead of calling me, he says, nah, we'll save that for another show. As if I'm just always going to be here. Good old Roxy's just always going to be around. Just yeah, sitting and waiting around. Yeah. 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 Well, you did to wait by my phone for you, Frankie Numbers? No, nobody. I mean, look, first of all, nobody waits by their phone for Frankie Numbers. Like that doesn't happen. But true. here's the other thing that he said during the course of this show, Roxy, that I feel like you're really going to be upset about. He said that the Odd Couple 
are going to be the underdogs in their next title match. He said that the champions this, are going to be the is underdogs. That's not what I said. How do you this feel? Is about so that? Wild. This is wild because he's not the only one saying that. And I will say this there has never been a match that the odd couple has played for a championship in which somebody has said that we're not the underdogs. That's what I said. And we're two time champs. So, I mean, to say that we are the underdogs. You and everybody else, Frank, you're not original. That's what everybody's throwing out there. We're the underdogs. We're the underdogs. We're the underdogs. No matter who we beat or who we have to beat multiple times in order to prove that we deserve to be there, there's something so strange about both Jeff Snyder and Mark and Draco when they're together and when they're separate. They're always the underdog. It is so weird that we have two players who are Mount Rushmore caliber on one team and yet, you guys at home, always in there. Well, they're the underdogs. Great. Fine. We're the underdogs. Watch the underdogs win over and over again. What do you got to say to that, Frank? That's not what I said, Oh, Brent. my God. I man. said. Hey, hey, I'm not even going to repeat that. That is crazy. Okay, Frank. that's I'm not, that's, that's, that's not, not fair. That is that. not <laughs> fair. Wow, that is not fair. Hey, Roxy. This is not fair. Roxy. 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 What? Roxy. Roxy. What? Okay. 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 <laughs> look. Look. <What>? Look. <laughs> First of all, I appreciate you calling me back. It lets me know where we are. I thought we were on like a three ring type, you know, uh, calling. I relation. know. I was. I was filming an audition. I okay. talked him across the room. I finished the audition. I immediately called you back. Okay. Okay. Well, then, then sure that makes me feel better. It. I'm sure she's gonna get it. S two more questions for you, and then we'll then we'll let you go. Well, actually, three more questions because a fan just Christian Hardesty gave us the fifteen dollars super chat. He said, "What are Roxy's sexy numbers right now?" I don't know that I can reveal that. You can't reveal your sexy I mean, numbers? I, I don't know that. I, I Okay, I can reveal. They, they change, and there's a logic to them that you guys and your brains will never fully understand. Uh, so don't try to look into these numbers too much because you will never, ever be able to replicate them. So I will, I will give you two for today, but then just know you can't use them the same way I use them. It doesn't work like that. There's a lot of strategy to the sexy numbers. So I'll give you the two, but know that it means nothing for you guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those numbers are six and 13. Okay. It's six and 13. Six and, 13. and we get no explanation of them? No, you get no explanation. Okay. Because you, even if I tried to explain, your brain could never understand. Not just yours, Brad. Anybody. You don't know what makes a sexy number and if you don't already know unfortunately you'll never know okay okay you know what that's something I'm, i think i can live with i can live with that um two two more questions two more questions for you roxy and then i promise we will leave you to your evening well, and two two wasn't one of the sexy numbers but i guess i'll answer them both anyway okay okay oh okay okay check this out first off we have a big match tomorrow obviously two big matches can i just get your quick picks stacy howard kevin smith dan merle adam collins Gotta go for my girl Stacy because I think that she is truly a wild card. But hopefully, hopefully, even though she's under new management, coming off of the two wins that we had last year with her, hopefully she's able to ride this through. Kevin Smith has become good, but Stacy's beat some of the best in the game. So I gotta go with my girl Stacy. And then when it comes to Collins Merle, you can never bet against Merle unless you're a idiot. 
And I think I'm going to be an idiot right now and say Collins because wow. it's not what I want to see happen, but I've had another thing coming to him. And he's not doing any managing right now. He's just sitting back and watching it all happen. So I'm, my money's on Collins tomorrow, but it's definitely going to be a close match. There's never a time where Collins and Merle are going to play in which it's not a close match. Okay, I like this. I like this. And what, 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 Frank, hold on, hold on. Okay, what are you gonna say, Frank? I'm just gonna say, Brad, can you can you just tell her can that I, you know we'll we'll do lunch some other time and we'll 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 you know we'll settle this. You think fine. that she'll go to lunch with you again after I all mean, the we'll things settle. that you said on this yeah, broadcast? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. absolutely ridiculous, Roxy. You'll never go to what lunch with that? him. He said what he said that? he said that one day y'all will go to lunch together again and you'll work out your differences. I don't know. I don't know. It might we might be too far gone. I think I think we it is too far be, gone. I don't know. I think it is too but far gone. He has supported me in the past when nobody else has. And if anybody understands sexy numbers, he at least has a little bit of a graph, a, a small graph. Of the numbers side, obviously. Of the numbers side. He gets it a little bit. So he gets, he gets the numbers I will say bit. that I, I will not say yes nor no to a lunch. You'll have to call my assistant. Okay, call the assistant and see if they can schedule you in. So, Roxy, this is my last thing for you, and it's really just to get some some free promotion for the FCL. But you and Shannon Barney were the only two people I've seen, uh, managers so far I've seen in the FCL chat. I just want to get uh, your, your feedback, one, as a fan of the game, and two, as a manager of the game of the first-class league. FCL is going really, really well. And honestly, I hope no other managers turn, tune in because if they don't, it's going to give – me and unfortunately Shannon, a major leg up when it comes to free agency, draft season. I mean, anything. If you want to know who's up and coming and you're not watching, then you're not a manager. Not even you're not a good manager. You're just not even a manager because it's the easiest way to do my job. You guys are literally doing my job for me. So I, I don't understand that. Maybe there are other managers in there and they're just not as vocal as Shannon and I are. Not many people are as vocal as Shannon and I. Thanks. But I, I don't know. I think that if managers are not watching, then good luck to them next year. Well, there you go. Roxy Stryer, I mean, you continue to be one of my favorite people. You know I'm always rooting for you, unlike Frank Janish, and I'm sure you and I will be talking rather soon. Brad, you I would get lunch with any day. See, Frank? See, Frank? See, when you're nice to people and you treat them right and with respect – and you recognize them for the star and the genius that they are and the independent, go-getting woman badass that they are, they will take a lunch with you anytime, all right? You don't even have to call my assistant. You have my direct line. That's right, Roxy. Love you, girl. I will talk to you soon. You too. Have fun, boys. All right, bye-bye. God, I love one-sided conversations, I got to tell you. I got to say, excellent time. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. That was fun. We're going to figure great. out how I can get you on the thing. Yeah, but because... I kind of like that you can't. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. Yeah, I think you kind of like it too much there, Brad. So, that was uh, funny. That was, that was that's, funny. That was funny. I mean, that wasn't funny. That was great. At least you funny. called back, you know. We, we got a good record back. on callbacks, at least. We're 2-0 on callbacks, though. I think everyone's called us back except for Smets. Like, Smets answered the first time. Yeah. Bateman answered the think, first time. Oh, Bateman answered the first time? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he did. I'm pretty so, sure. Um, I've no, he got... didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't, and he called back. He, he did call back. You're right. That's right. So Smets, it, that's kind of the, the only trend. one. Smets is the only one. Well, I mean, you know, he's he's God going through his own thing. So, but oh, happy belated birthday to Kevin Smets this, from this past week. Happy by the way, happy belated. Yes, yeah. yes, happy belated. Um, I think Dan Merle is going to reclaim the championship, and that'd be why his fifth win. That'd be five time. Woo! 
Oh, he's got to be timer. the five-time champion. Oh, my oh, God. He's got to do it. He's got to do it. He's got to do it. So I'm going to go Dan Merle. I mean, I, I, what Adam Collins is trying to accomplish tomorrow night is eight straight victories in the singles division. Whether you started your Crazy. career that way or you just went on a run, no one has ever done it. Only Sam Levine and him have gone seven and zero, right? Uh, obviously, Collins started his career seven and zero, and Levine went on a run to end his career seven and zero. To get to eight and zero. He would be the only player ever, singular player ever, to do that. And he's going to have to try and beat Dan Merle two times in a row to do that. I don't like that prospect for him. Dan Merle came off, it's coming off a really great match against Jeff Snyder. I think Dan can certainly do it. Adam Collins is going to – they went sudden death for a reason last time. Seven questions deep, sudden death hmm, last time for a reason. I think it's going to be just the same. It's a, it's another coin flip type of match. But if for no other reason, I got to go with Dan Merle just to hear the five-time champion um, because that's just too cool to pass up. But, man, I would love to see Adam Collins go 8-0 no, just because no one's ever done it. Either way – Something no other player has ever done is going to happen tomorrow night. Eight no player or a oh, five time single champion. champion. I mean, I, I mean, we all win in that just, sense. Just with my connection. I know. That's what you gotta, you're going to have to look that champion, up. It would just be too great to not do. Frank, let the people know where they can find you and follow you. Well, <laughs> they can. They can probably find me. Said, um, for those of you listening on audio, <laughs> I said that as soon as he started to take his first sip of his drink all night. I because, said, I, you know, <laughs> my, the throat's getting a little scratchy, right? And so I was like, let me get a swig of water in here to kind of, you know, get it going. But at any rate, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and FrankieJ29 and sending all my non-apologies <laughs> to Roxy Stryer. <laughs> Shout out to Roxy Stryer again. Yeah. This week's Schmodown Cold Call. Who will be next? You'll never know. My name is Bo Brad Gilmore. Tell me out on the FCL this Tuesday again. Booker T and I breaking down WrestleMania on Monday on the Hall of Fame on the Reality Wrestling Channel and ESPN Radio. Until next time, next week, that's Frank Janish, the sexiest of numbers. This is me, the boatest of boats. And we'll see you all next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.